and welcome to this uh, wonderful afternoon chat i'm having with this friend of mine called kashish and uh, she has been uh, teaching languages to uh, people in her area and picking um, up teaching off late if i'm not mistaken is that right kashish yeah i teach languages to people and there is no age barrier to learning so yeah i can mm. teach anybody who is interested in it okay so actually when i was thinking about this i have a question regarding this how do you differentiate between one student to another when you're teaching um in terms of um, how do you how do you look at them if they are not from the normal academic background and if mm-hmm. you are teaching languages to them how do you approach see number one i have to look where they are coming from and how much they know about a certain topic see i'll only be able to add to it if i know about the student so i try to know them better or maybe not their academic background or maybe just their background where they come from or what their family looks like so with that i think i am able to i able to connect with them more and hence i can teach better okay do they come specifically with a problem or do you approach them uh, how does this work for you so see in a town where i live uh, you know the majority people are over here are sindhi so you know sindhis have a problem with marathi okay like, do not understand it majorly because nobody in their house knows it hmm and it is like my grandmother used to be a principal of a marathi school oh ho it yeah this is passed down to generations now so okay. the principal hence i know a lot of marathi a good marathi so you know whenever kids when kids come to me they do have a problem they have the specific problem that they cannot even get passing marks with it ah uh, this is interesting we have a common thread my grandfather used to be the principal of a sindhi school which is okay. now a marathi school <laughs> wow <laughs> uh, i think one of the things uh, now that we connect on this uh, that comes to mind is this love of books and language and words what they mean uh, do you think language is a barrier or language is a good communication uh, thread see communication can happen without language also yeah. there is non verbal communication also but you see with language we are able to connect to each other more language has different tools with which we can enhance it and we can express ourselves better so yes definitely language has a has to play a major role in communication uh okay as a writer i am asking you this question again but from a different angle sometimes i find people use words when they don't mean them at all and i find that in fact this morning i was thinking on this uh that words are invested with meaning so if i am talking to you uh, i may be fumbling but if i have my heart in the right place i am trying to say something there are chances that i'll land up communicating with you yes and on the other hand sometimes i may be flamboyant with language i may use big words and 
but I may not mean a thing. And somehow you sense it that this guy is not trying to communicate anything. He's just talking in the air. So uh, do you think words need to be uh, seen more carefully? What is your take on that? See, whenever you speak, you have to speak with your whole mind. There is a difference between speaking your mind and spitting out random words. You have to, whenever you speak, you have to make complete sense out of it. And sometimes, you know, even when, even you have to be very careful with grammar. See, when grammar is not correct, uh, one sentence can mean another. In Marathi, we say, artha cha anartha hoto hai. It means yeah. something and then it happens something else. The other person might not see, see it the same way as you do. And uh, if it is the big words, I don't really think they're important. As long as I can explain something to you in simple and layman's terms, then I really don't need big, big words and uh, fancy languages. Okay. Uh, have you ever encountered people who love big words but uh, are not really interested in getting to the meaning of it? I'm saying because as a writer, I come across a lot of people who have writing styles which are which are actually meaning nothing, but they use words like uh, in the in the song Anthony Gonzalez. <laughs> you see, with social media nowadays, with a lot of information that people are seeing, people yeah. see new words, and since and since they're seeing new words, they want to use them without knowing the true meaning of the words. And since you know, I am also a teenager who uses a lot of social media. When I see those people in real life, then I actually know, okay, yeah, this person is like that and they did not mean that. <laughs> okay, this wasn't in my mind, but yeah, this is a good... Uh, I have a teenage daughter who, who educates me on this means this and this means this. Uh, and is surprised when I know something. So she's like, ah, okay, you're cool now. <laughs> so, um, okay. Another thing that I want to know is, according to you, what are the barriers to learning? This could be about language or any other subject. But as a teacher, what do you think are the major barriers to learning? In today's state and time, the major barrier to learning is uh, a child's interest. And second thing could be the parent's interest. What happens is, see, if I give a child homework and the child is not doing their homework, uh, for once I'll give him punishment second time I'll give him punishment but the third time I try contacting the parent see if I am teaching something over here and I am giving you homework you should do it but you know parents also make up excuses or they you know try to cover their child or they cite their child and when parents do that then you know even kids are like okay, yeah, if my parent is only not interested in educating me why should I study Oh. Or sometimes I came across this case where I had given homework, but the homework was done by the parent. Just to, you know, just so that their child gets away with the punishment. They did not want their child to be punished. So they did the homework for their child. And that is very wrong. Okay. One of the things that I see in uh, big cities is this pressure on kids as far as uh, learning something is concerned. So, 
in a way they are more concerned about getting the right marks like this last parent that you mentioned that punishment or not doesn't matter the lesson or not doesn't matter we need yeah. to get to the point where this kid passes and gets his whatever school education college education and gets out uh, ticking the right boxes exactly as a teacher what do you have to say about this trend and also as a student right i am a student also but this breaks my heart since people are not interested in actual knowledge they are not interested in how something happens and why something happens they are just interested in didi a question exam mein aayega ki nahi aayega agar ye question exam mein aayega to hi padhenge nahi aayega to nahi padhenge so and as a student have you ever felt the pressure of uh, conforming to a certain result or a certain standard of uh, education irrespective of whether you understood i always strive to do my best like i am not a student who scores 90 95 percentage but i am a student who gets good marks between 80 to 90 80 85 86 i am that student and i try to keep up that score okay my question is why are you talking about marks if it is about learning it is but you see the way people perceive you is people perceive student is through their marks if you score good then you are a good student if you score bad then you are a bad student simple okay so my question is that within your friends if you are sitting suppose there is no tyranny of parents or social order on you right now and you are discussing a subject what is it that you really look for let's just look at knowledge from your point of view right now if you me say a uh, common friend is sitting and all three of us are discussing any subject at all including the subjects that you teach for us yeah. what is it that will uh, be of most interest to you the most i take the most interest in what others are saying i'd like to know their opinion on the subject and how do they perceive a certain subject and suppose we have already told you what we think about the certain subject how would you perceive it then because you would have a point of view on it or you don't have a point i really i really enjoy it see if uh, you're talking about something with so much energy with so much passion and so much interest then i'd really be happy that okay yeah there is this person who is actually about a subject and not about the marks okay does this happen often uh you see it does not happen often but but when it does happen then it is like you know it's truly a bliss i have uh, three friends and we consider ourselves intellectuals so we do <laughs> keep discussing about such topics if it is about and not just about uh, the subjects that are in school or in college we also discuss about uh, you know we also discuss about movies that's where we you know kind of argue with each other or have debates okay yeah, this movie this character or this movie and this character should have framed that way or you know we discuss about direction so yes i really enjoy doing that okay uh, this is interesting because i was just going to give you the same example uh, around i think 3 or 4 years back um i was talking to my kid and we were watching tv and i was telling her uh, i belong to the communication industry i am in advertising i have done i have been a 
corporate film producer, done done lot of things. Written a feature film, oh, been released, but I've done lot of stuff. As a writer, you get lot of opportunities to. At least I did to try a lot of different things. I didn't stick the course. I quit the industry because it demanded too much of work, and I was doing very well for myself. So I didn't want to invest the time and energy there. Uh, but I was describing what was happening on screen in terms of how it is shot, what really happens, and uh, behind the scenes while sitting and watching the either the film or this. and how a, how a writer thinks how a director thinks how a cinematographer uh, brings something to the equation mm -hmm. what role does lighting play uh, i found that that of course she keeps changing her mind every second day on what she wants to become she now reached the last year of school so she keeps changing every now and then i want to do this i want to do that um some most times unclear about what she wants to do my understanding is that a subject needs to be delved into if at all you want to do well in it um, irrespective of what marks you are get, um, getting in the subject i myself was what i think around first class most of the time most of my life and uh, was quite comfortable in it the 80 plus guys were people who we stayed away from so it was very known gare ho bahut padha ko bahut bore kare is doing well for himself and we don't want so we were happy being what we were we were not unintelligent so now this is one thing i want to ask you on in your day and age when everybody else is judging students by their marks in our days it wasn't the case at all um do you think it is a better way to look at things if a kid is interested in something uh, what are they learning and how are they learning what is their grasp of the subject how can we support that through systematic and um and open ended approaches also so if he wants to i used to read a lot of books right i used to get thrashed for reading books morning afternoon evening night um and books were story books not every other book so now i became a writer now i can see the threat at that point i had no clue you were trying to escape getting beaten and reading one more book or going to so and so library and convincing that uncle to allow me to borrow two books in a day instead of one <laughs> because you were paying for one book a day and he would say no no nothing doing in that guy wasn't educated or anything he was like a normal gujarati fellow running a library he said no 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 nothing doing in so what i'm trying to tell you is that when there is passion how do you as a teacher and as a as a student in the terms of student fraternity how do you look at knowledge um, for yourself in a more deeper way besides these debates uh -huh. you see uh, when i teach i don't really account marks into it see i don't tell my students okay yeah you have to score this much you have to score this you have to score that whenever i teach i always have this one rule of students having the textbook with themselves okay students should have their own textbook each student should have their own pencil and when they have the textbook and their own pencil then they write about the meanings then they really are into the subject then they really listen to yeah and that is what matters you see if you don't understand something you will not be able to write about it 
ये क्वेश्चन आएगा नहीं आएगा दैट इज अ डिफरेंट क्वेश्चन दैट इज अ क्वेश्चन फॉर अनदर डे बट व्हेन आई टीच आई रियली डू लुक इनटू द सब्जेक्ट आई रियली डू डाइव इनटू द क्वेश्चन एंड आई टेल देम ओके यार दिस इज द थिंग दिस इज लाइक दिस एंड इफ यू हैव एनी डाउट्स यू कैन टेल मी एंड व्हाइल बीइंग अ स्टूडेंट नाउ यू सी नाउ सिंस आई एम अ टीचर आई थिंक आई हैव दिस बोन एंड दिस कर्स ऑफ नोइंग हाउ द टीचर टीचेस so i kind of know when teacher is you know kind of stressing on the subject a little more kind of stressing on the topic a little more i know that it is important and i have to pay attention to it so and while learning also i try to absorb most of it and you know since i'm a teenager i do also let few things slide okay uh interesting because uh... you put in a new angle that as a student you also know what a teacher is thinking and uh, exactly. so what what led you to uh, teaching is my first question and then i want to you to talk a little about uh, non academic students that you have people who are interested in learning for a different reason perhaps or maybe they are not part of the regular system if mm-hmm. you can talk about that Uh, what led me to teaching was uh, one fine day i was at a class so you know there i was teaching my fellow batchmates i was you know i, was, I, I don't know i was maybe revising the entire thing for them or i was just uh, saying it out loud so while i was doing this uh, the teacher over there saw that i was doing something like this and then the teacher gave me a bigger platform they said okay if you are able to teach two students try with five and while trying with five i was with them i joined them and with five students then it became 10 students then it became 15 students then it became 50 students we grew from very small thing to a fairly large thing i think yeah and uh, what about your non academic students how do you what is the difference when you are teaching somebody who is wanting to learn marathi for learning marathi or at least becoming a little better at communication in marathi do you have students like those who are uh it is sad but i don't but you said that you uh, uh, teach people across all ages see that i have started just now and uh, people like them have shown less interest in this so yeah. right now i don't have anybody who wants to learn marathi for the sake of it right now i only have students who want to learn marathi for the sake of marks yeah what a terrible thing that is i know it is it is um <laughs> uh, okay um uh, on the teaching front what has teaching given to you as a student as a student what have you gained from your experiences as a teacher besides the fact that you know what other teachers are stressing about and why they are doing so but in terms of discipline in terms of uh, respect for subjects mm-hmm. because i see my kid complaining very often that uh, too much of homework too much of this to do too much of that to do and even if i don't put any pressure i think there is enough pressure by the world and the peers that you are already doing this and uh, i think i have to get her away from studies more often than not so how do you being a teacher 
first it has given me a lot of confidence see when i teach a class of 50 students i know what i'm talking about and that gives me a lot of confidence after confidence it has given me public speaking skills i can speak in a room of in a room full of people without any hesitation and then you know it has also given me uh, the art of storytelling the way you tell things to certain people there are students you know who just don't want to listen to you just because they don't want to listen to you. it's not that they have some personal enmity with you or just they don't want to learn the subject or something like that but then when you tell these kids stories in a different way just you know spark it up a little bit then they listen to you so the art of storytelling and my confidence yes it has shooted up okay you haven't become over confident i hope <laughs> no no okay how do people perceive you now that you are into teaching your family other people uh, do they take credit away from you saying anyway your grandmother was a principal what's the big thing or do mm. they give you credit for working <laughs> uh you know my grandmother was retired back in 2009 okay today it is 2023 so it is a lot of gap it is like 14 15 years now so people don't uh, people don't immediately connect with it but once they know me once they know my family then they say okay yeah your grandmother was the principal of a school and you're teaching now so yeah that happens very less and that only happens with people who actually know my family also but people who only know me then yes, they really do respect me a lot because you see teaching is a very white collar job i believe teaching is helping people and uh, you know people you know, people who consider it as a business are teaching is taken as a business also like so many different coaching centers and then they charge lakhs of fees but for me teaching has always been a service it will never be a business for me and while i am a teacher people do put a lot of respect on my name there is a lot of love from students and a lot of respect from them too so you going to be the world's poorest teacher is it <laughs> maybe but i am happy doing it wonderful wonderful um one of the things i used to tell people who used to come and ask me what to do uh, among relatives friends is that if you can do something 16 hours a day without being paid for it then you know that you'll do well in it uh, one of the drawbacks is that one of the uh, family friends we had went and told his son we shall never ask never ask bunty for advice again <laughs> and uh, well that guy is doing okay but uh, seems unhappy and sometimes i wish i told him once i said had you picked up something that you really loved which he did like when i asked him what can you do 16 hours a day he had an answer so after that why do you need to go and ask somebody else what to do so you already have been blessed with the ability to look at a subject from a different point of view uh, what are the problems you face as a teacher most and uh, what would your advice be now i am asking this question from a values perspective what are the things that helps a student learn better if they uh, embark on a learning journey of any kind number one thing that happens with students and teachers is 
uh, you know, teachers usually are twice or thrice the age of a student. So teachers are not usually open to what the students are saying. Sometimes they just disagree. they just disregard them or discard everything that they say. But you know, when student is saying something, as a teacher, I try to pay the most attention towards it because you see. If a student is saying something, and if a student has an original idea, then I really need to know about where the idea is coming from and why the student is saying something like this. And you know, when they do this, I am able to understand how far the student will be able to understand, or how uh, good he'll be able to grasp whatever I'm trying to say. So according to that, I increase or decrease my levels of explaining, and then I explain that to the student. wonderful so that is the most important thing that is required in a student teacher yes. relationship yes before speaking something you have to listen to the person and you know if you are not listening to the person you have to teach then really there is nothing that can help you because you see feedbacks will also be provided by them for you if they understand something or they don't understand something they will they are going to tell you if you don't listen to them then it's game over besides teaching what are the other things that you like to do and uh, how do they influence this part of your life besides teaching i love to hang out with my friends i love to watch movies i love watch i love watching shows i and you know since it's monsoons i love to go on treks and i love go cycling so yeah this is kind of my life and i i do social media management also as a you know just because i like doing it i don't look at it as a career perspective or something right now i am in my second year of pba so i don't really take things that seriously but i only do things like i enjoy doing them otherwise there is no pressure or i i am not forced to do something okay um in terms of uh teaching uh, now that you spend so much time on it how do you how do you balance your time for yourself and the various things you do uh, is there a discipline that you follow which helps you in your student life as well uh, or how does it work when well, it's uh, see april and may are the months where i am the most uh, free you would say but uh, from june to march i follow a schedule and classes only happen at a specific time and i have to be there at that fixed time otherwise it is not going to work out and even if i have college i have to go to college if i have to study for something for my own then yes i study with a schedule your other friends are also teachers no none of my friends are teachers okay uh one last thing um uh, in terms of finding a balance between the the race for marks and building a career and knowledge what according to you as a student teacher because mm-hmm. you are in both uh, shoes at this point of time how do you think one should balance oneself see one should balance for marks by studying everything that is in the book and one should balance for career and knowledge for, by studying everything that is outside the book 
so you know to understand the outer world or if you are really interested in say cars so you have to observe who's who's a person who's making a car or a car showroom or go talk to those people but if it is marks then you have to and have to study for the books okay that was an easy answer uh, like expected i guess teachers know all the answers uh, thank you for this short and sweet chat uh, Uh, you're very quick with your answers. I I can barely keep pace by asking questions. Okay. Uh, so I enjoyed this chat thoroughly. Thank you, Prashish, for your time. I'll yes. see you around. Only one thing that I like to add is that you know students are only twenty percent of the population, but they are one hundred percent of your future. So we really have to, as a teacher, I really do believe that is my duty for molding the future like that. See, I am also very young, and I am also very inexperienced. But I do my bit, and I can. I really want to do something better for the society. Wonderful. On that noble thought, I wish you all the best. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye.